Good afternoon. Welcome in to Pace the Nation, broadcasting from Clarendon, Studio 1A. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, is William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? What's going on, Farley? Another podcast, and the second podcast in a row that Joanna's on the phone. Joanna, are you there? What's up? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going well. It's, it's going great. Joanna, you couldn't hear the intro music, but it was by Bruce Springsteen, who's from New Jersey. Where are you calling from? I am in New Jersey. Back from the West Coast here in New Jersey, uh, where you're visiting your parents. Is that right? Yep, I'm at my parents' house. Well, we look forward to you getting back home. Hopefully, you have a good uh, a good couple days with Peter. And what's your mom's name? Of course, we know Peter from the podcast. We appreciate him listening. Your mom listens um, too. What's her name? Suzanne. So we're just giving shout outs. Yeah. shout outs to uh, and and Joanna's now that we've parents. established that they live in Jersey, could you give an exact address <laughs> and social security numbers for our <laughs> listeners? <laughs> Well, maybe we don't need to do that. That 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 that's that's fine. Uh, Suzanne and Peter appreciate you listening. And uh, Peter's actually on Twitter. It looks like Joanna. Is that true, Joanna? Yeah, he just joined Twitter. Um, he asked me to give him Twitter lessons nice. later today, so I will be introducing him to the world of Twitter. And you can always tweet us at Pace the Nation. Of course, uh, we will get into some of the uh, feedback and. Uh, Twitter uh, suggestions and thoughts later on in the show. Uh, today, a, a big show is always planned. We're going to talk about each of our running, so I'm, I'm interested in diving into uh, what everybody's up to, including mine, and I got a spoiler alert here. Mine's not going very well, unfortunately. Wah, wah. Is that... Is that I do the sound, sound effects. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is... That's unfortunate, but uh, I'm learning some stuff, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about that. We are, we're going to talk to a new runner today. We finally have tracked down Sandwich Todd, so we're going to interview him. Uh, going to hear about his training for the USATF 12K Championships that happen in November. Uh, I think he's got a long way to go, but we'll hear it from from Todd later today. And again, like I said, uh, I've got we've got some uh, Twitter feedback. We've got a question to the mailbag. Um, I want to talk a little about uh, Joanna's nemesis, Charlie Ban, and of course, the Clarendon construction. So, uh, a lot to get to here today at Pace the Nation. Um, but, Super pumped. But we'll, we'll start off with um, Joanna. We, we mentioned last week when, when we, you were talking to Rick uh, over at Brooks that you were headed to another, uh, another uh, uh, company that is a vendor of ours at Pacers. Uh, you went to Wassell. How was that trip? So, um, I love Wazelle's apparel. I think we've mentioned that like 18 times in the show already. So, Mm -hmm. I was so excited to see their headquarters that they call The Nest. Now, tell us a little Um, about the background of of Wazelle, because a lot of people probably don't know the brand. Sure. So, um, it's inspired for women in athletics. So, Sarah Bergman started it, and she started the company because when she came back to running after having um, her children, she wanted cute athletic apparel and she just couldn't find what she was looking for so she just thought heck i'll make my own um hmm. so it's a pretty small it's a pretty small company um was means bird in french so just about everything in the company is an offshoot of that so like the headquarters is the nest um people that run on their team are part of the flock 
Um, so it's really, it's a really cool company. Um, it's really, it's just really great. Um, and they're I headquarters. See, and that. And I, I see you wearing a lot of their apparel all the time. And you said they're... I do. And now, yeah, now I've seen, um, when I was there, I got to see the Spring 16 line. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to open a separate savings account just to <laughs> save up for all the stuff that now I know I want. Now, do they just make women's apparel or they make men's apparel as well? I, I, I um, really don't know this and I should. Um, they mostly make just women's apparel. Uh, they do have a couple of pieces, like their shirt here and there, for guys, um, because you know most women have like a husband or a boyfriend right. or something. So they do have they do have uh, a couple of pieces for men as well. Well, really, the question Farley was asking is: Is it okay if a man wears the women's <laughs> Wazel clothes? Those shorts yeah, are pretty I nice. Don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those macrogas. They're, yeah. they're like two inches, perfect length for you. No, I'm I'm a longer shorts guy. Everybody knows that. But uh, no, I don't think uh, I, I. We have had some of their their men's shirts that were were branded Pacers in the past, but uh, no. I'll let the ladies uh, wear the Wassell stuff. They do make some really nice stuff. Um, so were you able to talk to anybody else from the company there? Uh, well, so I was really hoping to meet everyone that worked there. Um, so like I said, it's a pretty small company. So I think there's only like 14 people that work in the headquarters. Um, mm. But this was a big week for track. So um, everybody, well, not everyone, but mostly everyone was either at the Portland Track Festival where they had some athletes running or they were down at um, NCAA's recruiting for the, for the team. Well, they do make really cool stuff, and you can see Joanna modeling some of the gear uh, on the Pacers uh, running blog, also on the Pacers running Instagram account. Uh, tell me what items you were wearing. Do you recall what items you were wearing when, when, of those pictures of you when you were at the Link Memorial? Um, of course I remember what I was wearing. Um, I had on the tech hoodie and the KC knickers. Both in pink. Awesome. And you can check that out on the Run Pacers blog. Yeah, look forward to the, the 2016 line that you were able to to see before before you can get it. That is, that's really cool. Uh, you also... And, uh, the, and, and, yeah. well, and I was able to try things on as well, so I already know that's exactly awesome. which pieces I want. <laughs> how, how much of it did you sneak out of there underneath whatever you were wearing? I, I trust me. There's apparel everywhere. It's like, oh, who would miss one little thing? <laughs> exactly. Face? Right. Oh, she would or, never do that. Or, uh, um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I just spilled grape juice on these six different things. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, you know, you sorry. break it, you buy it. My bad. You break it, you take it. This this one's on me. Uh, you also uh, were out there and did a half marathon, right? I did. Yeah, I did a half marathon. The Seattle Rock and Roll. Were you signed up for that before you went out, or did you sign up after you got there? Um, no, I signed up before I went out. So when I picked my travel dates, um, and then I found out that there was the Rock and Roll race happening, so I figured I might as well do my long run as a race um, and see Seattle that way. So I signed up for it. Nice. How was the How was the experience? I've always enjoyed Rock and Roll experiences. Yeah, I mean, it was a great race. They um, At the start, they had fireworks that shot out of the space, you know, because the start is right at the space, you know, and they must have made, like, 17 announcements that were like, do not panic when you hear fireworks. Do <laughs> did, not panic. Did you um, panic? But it, uh, I did not panic. 
Good. Um, I was ready with my iPhone to take a picture of the fireworks, um, but it was it was pretty neat. It's a very hilly city, though. Yeah. I don't know why I thought Seattle would be so flat. I think because I thought, oh, it's near so much water. It has to be flat. It's not. Um, Joanna, how long did you stay with the leaders uh, at the beginning <laughs> of the race? I couldn't even see the leaders at the start. <laughs> so uh, the run went well. So your running is going fairly well, huh? Yeah, so this was um, my longest run in, so I just started back running like five weeks ago, um, and a half marathon was probably a little bit of an aggressive choice, Mm -hmm. Um, because definitely the last like four miles were um, were tough, but it was, it was so fun to be back running again and to be in such a fun race in such a great city. It was, it was a nice boost to remind me like why I love running and um, to motivate me to start training again. Yeah, the competitor group does a good job. Of course, they put on the Rock and Roll DC Marathon that happens here around St. Patty's Day uh, every year. So they always have cool events. I've done one, and uh, I did I did the one in Savannah. The marathon in Savannah really enjoyed that. I've done the DC one, so I'd love to get to, out to Seattle. Glad you were able to do that. Was there a, an accompanying marathon as well, or just a half? No, there's a there's a marathon as well marathon as well pretty pretty cool uh glad your running's going well docs what's happening uh in your world with running um i've had better weeks um i i should say i mean just just to establish where i'm at my my best running days are are far behind me Mm -hmm. um but you know i'm trying to get into it we we got this race in october that's really important the ragnar relay it's very important to yeah. us yeah the, um, it's very important to the kai shai group uh joanna mm-hmm. oh i wanted kai, uh, joanna to be the one to bring up kai shai for the ninth straight episode but <laughs> okay. well, uh, that I breaks did. the streak sorry uh but yeah it is an important important race so glad that you're able to a- actually get out there healthy that's good well, I still have three more months to uh, <laughs> get to get into shape and get injured. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the goal. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get out there for. Um, and I'm looking forward to more consistent training in the upcoming month. What what sh- what shoe of choice has it been? The the black shoe, uh, the, no, I, the I've, orange shoe. I've I've run in all three. Okay. Um, or the white and yellow. I do like the white shoes for my longer runs. I and, mean, that's that's automatic. And of course, uh, that shoe is the Fresh Foam Boracay, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Joanna tells me which shoe they are. <laughs> right. I, I'd rather. Let's go to the expert on that. Yeah, Joanna, is that white and yellow one? Is that the Fresh Foam Boracay? That is. That's correct. Yeah. See. Okay. There you go. Well, I trust Joanna. Um, <laughs> I actually I really like the uh um the black shoes. Yes. And those Zante. I b- the believe are the Zante. Okay. Yep. Yep. If if you say so. <laughs> um I ran in those last night. I, I, I like them. Good. Um not to say that I don't like any of the other shoes, but but uh, that was my thought last night. And also while I was training last night, um I ran up all of the hills on my training run <laughs> good for mm-hmm. you i almost tweeted to you too but as we established before my my uh, twitter game is pretty weak um and i ask you guys about your running just so i can you know make it about myself and let everybody know about my right. running you, of course you hurried us through this right, one and right. now we're exactly i hope uh, you're sitting down joanna we got a 20 minute speech coming up <laughs> no um I think that a lot of people, including my two co-hosts, can relate to being injured. And currently, um, I am injured. And 
I'm not I'm not one who's frequently injured, so it's been a very tough. I've had actually a you, tough week. You've gone like 20 years without getting an injury. <laughs> I know. It's it's an amazing, and like I get injured like 20 times a day. <laughs> I know. I for 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 some reason I've been incredibly durable. Yeah, you know, over the past you know really 20 years of of, of running, uh, and, and I'm sure this will be a short term uh, injury, but it's it has actually been. Uh, more challenging than any other little tweak I've had in the past with your knee or an Achilles or a hip or anything like that. I've got this uh, issue with uh, my left foot and I've got a metatarsal issue where I feel like maybe I even have a stress reaction. I'm just scared to go to the doctor to get it checked out. How, how long has it been bothering you? So it's been bothering me for a few weeks, but I finally decided to stop running this 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 past week. So okay, I haven't so run for a so let's uh, say so straight. for for a few weeks it's been bothering you. You've been trying to I just ran through trying it. to soldier through it. Right. It didn't get any better. Did it get worse? Uh, it did get a little worse. Okay, so, so it got it got worse. Yeah. Um, and then you uh, so now you're you're taking time off. At this point, I decided that I should probably listen to advice that I would probably give you know runners out there and actually take time off. Which it, has been tough to do, tougher than I thought it would be. That is that is a difficult uh, decision for a lot of runners to to stop running, yeah, um, and and decide which ones can you soldier through, what will get better, uh, and what needs the time off, and and oftentimes that can that that decision to soldier through can uh, turn make out to make it worse. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree, and that's what I was concerned about. And you you really should go see. Like, I mean, I've got so many. Uh, medical professionals at my fingertips. I really go- should go see one, and I will. You're just uh, afraid to. <laughs> I will report back next week after I go see one of one of the medical professionals who can tell me whether it's a stress reaction or something like that. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, my my advice is to go to a, a doctor that deals with running injuries. Yeah, because when you go to um, sometimes you go to a doctor who who doesn't run, and then they'll say, "Well, I know what you should do. You should just not run anymore." Right. That's helpful. That's not helpful at all. Um, but I, I have been trying to, you know, because you get in this like routine of exercising and then you feel just out of whack if you don't exercise. So I have been trying a lot of different methods to continue to uh, try to run initially. So I, I did the Ultra G. What's that? It's a treadmill that you're able to run on and in space. You feel like you're you're experiencing weightlessness. And you're covered, your half of your body is covered, and they take all the air out of the bottom half, so there is almost no impact on your which, lower which half is cut, Which half is uncovered, the top? <laughs> the, the top half, okay. yeah. So you're actually, your torso and up is, is, uh, um, is exposed, but from uh-huh. your waist down, you're actually... Uh, like running in a bubble. Totally running in a bubble, mm-hmm. and they take all the air out. And a vacuum. A vacuum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and uh, so I, you you can run at that and experience you know a lot less impact, uh, which which was was pretty effective for me. So I did that last week. I did that Thursday and Friday. Why wouldn't you just like cross your legs in there and just let the treadmill rack up the miles? <laughs> because then you're not able to run. It doesn't matter what the treadmill says on the screen. Uh, that doesn't really mean that you're actually doing that. Believe uh, it or not. Okay. So the Ultra G was at. Uh, MedStar in Boston, and you know the funny thing is I could ask them to help and look at my foot. So I think I'm going to do that 
but it's really cool that they have a, an Altergy right here in Arlington on Fairfax Drive. So that was can, nice. So can any, wait, can anybody just use this? Yeah, Altergy? I mean, it, it, it's, it's, you know, they, they charge you by the minute, but yeah, you can, um, uh, and I'm not sure if insurance can pay for it, but yeah, it, it is open to the public and a pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool resource because Altergies are impossible to find. Um, and, and it really did make a big difference on the impact on my foot, but I could still tell that it wasn't, you know, totally getting better. So I figured, all right, I'm going to have to do something else. So my next step was to do the elliptigo. You guys know what elliptigos are. Uh, yeah. It's, it's an elliptical machine that's basically on a bike. And so I, I was been able to Wait, do that. An elliptical machine that's basically on a bike? Right, right. So you're standing is that up. Is that how they advertise it on their website? <laughs> no. Uh, it's probably not advertised like that. Let's say like this. It's, it's a mobile elliptigo. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and really cool you know, bike device that you can – uh, actually be outside on elliptical rather than, you know, being inside. All of us runners like to be outside. So well, let, how did that feel with your foot though? So it, it was probably not ideal, but a lot less impact than running than running. But I felt like I needed to do something, but, uh, it, it, it I could still feel like I was putting pressure on that metatarsal so uh, on my foot so I needed to do something something different so that led me to soul cycle uh, I've, I've never done so I don't know if you guys have heard of soul cycle but uh, it's it's this new phenomenon I'd, I'd say yeah it's huge in New York yeah like just in the city in the city yeah and it was a very interesting experience. Um, it's basically a, a spin class, but that doesn't do it justice. It's it's a very high energy spiritual spin class, I'd say. Um, I, I don't even I don't I don't know what to call it really, but it's almost like a cult of of people in a good way. Is 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 there negative connotations way. on on cults? No, they're all positive. <laughs> I mean, when I think of cults, I think of bat, but you know, it was. A lot of fanatical folks about Soul Cycle. How about how about that? Mm-hmm. I can phrase it like that. Could any of them think that you're fanatical about running? They would probably all think I was fanatical. Okay, fair enough, folks. I just saved you all the uh, the hate mail. <laughs> the hate mail, yeah. Uh, but it was like I said, a very interesting experience. It's 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 big in New York, uh, like Joanna said. It sounds like and. You know, I believe that running is a community-based activity where people get together for fun runs, people get together for races, and they're pretty fanatical about their running. Uh, these folks who do Soul Cycle are very similar in the sense that they are there with their friends. Uh, it's community-based, and y- you know they are fanatical about their Soul Cycling. So, did they accept you? Yes, or, or did was, they see you as a fraud? No. So I, I go in there, and everybody was really nice. And I kind of related it to maybe what people's – and it really was an eye-opening experience uh, because everybody was super nice and helpful, trying to you know get me to uh, you know my right size of, of bike shoes because you got to do it with bike shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people you know haven't worn bike shoes before who are novice bikers or spin class takers like myself. Right. So – you put on these pair of bike shoes, then you got to clip in the, the the bike shoes. There's also all these lockers there, and and kind of like the Adidas store in Boston. Very similar to uh, 
to, to, to the Adidas store that Joanna talked about a few episodes ago, I'd, I'd say. But these lockers were, you know, they, 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 they it wasn't self, you know, it, it wasn't self-explanatory. So you, I wasn't exactly sure, you know, how to lock my stuff in there. And mm-hmm. everybody's walking around. Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody's got the right gear on. Everybody's got the Soul Cycle shirts and Soul Cycle tights and all uh-huh. this stuff on. And I was, I have to say, I was fairly intimidated. Um, and, you know, I had a great experience. Like I said, everybody was super nice. And I feel like a guy who's in shape, but I was totally out of place. So, you know, I did the I did the hour long workout and had a great workout. I mean, it if you haven't done Soul Cycle before, it's it really gets your heart rate up. It's it you're going to be sweating and it's going to be a really good workout. But the instructor's doing all these hand signals and you're using weights and everybody knows what's going on and I'm there like kind of awkwardly trying to do the moves or standing up on the bike it's- or whatever. Like going to church on Christmas, <laughs> you you just look at the old people up in the front to exactly. see like when you're supposed what to stand. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. that is, I think that's a good analogy. If you're a one time a year churchgoer, you would feel like I felt like at Soul Cycle again. Super positive experience. It was good, but it really made me think. And I don't know, Joanna, how you feel about your fun runners or or or, or races that these new runners do. Um, do we assume too much that people know how to interact or what to do with a fun run or to race? Um, I think that's an interesting question. I think for, I mean, while you were talking, I was just thinking about first time fun runners that come to our store. And I think that for the most part, we do tend to assume that they know how everything works, but I know my staff always tries to make an effort when there's somebody new to like show them where they can put their stuff and mm-hmm. like, this is the fun run meter and help yourself to water, hang out here. Um, but it's little things like that that really do make a difference because if somebody walks in and they don't know what's going on and nobody talks to them, then that's, that's a bad experience and they're, they're not going to like running. They're not going to come back. I would actually prefer if nobody would talk to me when I showed <laughs> well, up, but I may be an exception. I think he's an exception. And, and, and he's a guy who docks his run for the last 25 years of his life. Um, so, you know, he's a guy who can show up to a race in no, or a fun run and know what's going on. But I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people out there. And, and this was a really cool experience for me to, 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 to think about our runners you know, in the situation that I was in. Because I think when they show up to a race, do you know that the, that the bib uh, has your chip in it and that you should have the well, I bib think, on your front? I think actually what we learned when we did the GW Parkway <laughs> – uh, you know, with the, with the people with the jackets and stuff, right? That, that uh, actually, maybe there are too many assumptions being yeah, made. Yeah, that, that we just assume they know to put put it on their front and not to tie a jacket to around the waist, or that that you know when to line up, or you know, just simple things like, uh, you know, am 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 I left, a, left shoe goes on the left foot, yeah, right shoe goes I mean, on the right foot. Well, I had I sort of had a problem with that with uh, with with the with the bike <laughs> shoes, but. You know, just just very simple things like where do I line up? When do I line up? Mm-hmm. Do I need to be there? Do I need to check in after I get my number? Do I need to check am, in with somebody? Am I considered an elite runner? Yeah, am I considered <laughs> an elite runner? We're going to talk to talk to someone who may or may not think they're an elite runner, uh, but we'll try to set him straight later on in the program. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's all these questions out there that 
you know, maybe I was making too many assumptions. So I thought it was a really cool experience and, and also got a lot out of the workout. Are you going to go again? <sighs> I'm hoping to get my foot better because there is nothing <laughs> like running. There is nothing like running. There is a lot of community-based well, activities out there. Okay, so but well, this was this was one activity. Soul, the soul, soul cycle, cycle right? Um, and then you did the the zero G, the ultra G, yeah, ultra G, yeah. Um, and then treadmill. I did the elliptico, and you did the elliptico. So, but you're you're not better yet. So, what are you what are you doing? What else are you doing for cross training? Well, I also go to the gym and do work out with core exercises, weights. Things like that, but mm-hmm. which I think is important to help help me stay injury free with other you know right. core and stuff like that. But but that's not cardio. No, it's not cardio. So that's really I need my cardio fix. So I realize that. What's your, that what's over your the cardio last, fix? If, if I, I don't know what it is, I, I guess I'm going to have to go swimming. But that's what uh-huh. I'm going to have to try next week, and I'll hopefully I'm going to go to a doctor. Hopefully the doctor gives me kind of a clean bill of health, and I can I can run because that's really what I want to do. Is just go for a run. Running is so much. E- this also highlights the fact that, you know, I am paying a lot of money to go to these different things, and it, which is great and fine. But running is so much easier than all these other things, and I just can't wait to be able to run again. So I, I'm going to take running less for granted, less for the rest of the year. You know, there's a lot of great activities like Soul Cycle, which again I thought was a great experience. You know, there's Solid Core, there's Bar which is that dancing kind of ballet uh, fitness studio activity that seems to be pretty big. There's CrossFit. There's November Project. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of things out there that are based around you know, people getting together with their friends and engaging in an activity where they're all doing it as one together, and it's really going to be an inspiring event. I thought this was good. Joanna, when you, you were recently injured, you, you're coming over an injury which – if you just did a half marathon, sounds like you really recovered from an injury. What what did you do for cardio while you were injured? So I actually couldn't really do any cardio. So it's awful, right? I, I, awful, just terrible. It it was pretty bad. So I um I actually just did yoga. So I did yoga um seven days a week, and then I did like my little PT exercises, and that's that's what worked for me. But if I had the option to do cardio, I would have been swimming or biking or doing something. And, and I think that, um, yeah, that's swimming is going to be my next next attempt here. Can um, you swim? Not this? well at all. I, I mean, I can swim to save my life, but... Um, which which might be a better swimmer than me. <laughs> but not a, very, not a very good swimmer. I, I wish I could swim. My little sister is a great swimmer. So is my little sister. Yeah. Do you have a little sister who's a good swimmer too, Joanna? No, I'm the youngest. Oh. <laughs> Are you a good swimmer? So she's a, she's You're the, the little sister who's a good swimmer. I Actually, I, I was a good swimmer in my day. And, See? you know, I used to teach um, swim lessons to five-year-olds. So if you guys do need lessons, I'm sure I could help you All out. All right. I'll sign me up. If this injury keeps going on, I am going to let you know next week that I need lessons and... Uh, we'll head to the pool. But hopefully I'll report back with um, good news and I'll be able to run again next week. But like I said, I take a positive out of it. I, I did you know, learn some things and uh, appreciating running more now that I can't run. That's kind of how it always is. So we talked about new runners coming to our fun runs, new runners coming to our races. Uh, let's talk to a new runner. 
We've talked about him here for you know probably the last six weeks, and we finally tracked him down. Let's bring in Todd, who's training for the USATF 12K. Welcome back to Pace the Nation. Todd has joined us, and he is a new runner that we're going to be following his progress as he as he trains for the uh, U.S. Championship 12K. That's right. So are you are you training? You know, I'm going straight for the elite runners. It's going for the elite runners. That's right. Uh, you're new to running. Do you realize how fast these uh, elite guys are? Well, you know, I mean, I'm looking at these times. I'm thinking, you know, 4.45 miles. I got that in the bag. Well, uh, I'm sure there's some What if they run 4.40s? You know, then I'm out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 4.45 is what you're... 4.45 is really what I'm gunning for right now. You know, I'm a little bit over 5, so I figure, you know, trimming 15 seconds off isn't going to be a problem. So we, we uh, we have teased... Todd to come on the show. Uh, he's gone by the moniker Sandwich Todd. That's right. Sandwich uh, Todd. Yeah. Why, why Sandwich Todd? Well, you know, I'm from a little town on Cape Cod called Sandwich. Is that right? It's uh, legit. You know, Docs, you were talking about the Earl of Sandwich. In fact, there's a uh, yep. great motel in town called the Earl of Sandwich. Um, the, the town motto on Cape Cod. Uh, sandwiches after so many shipwrecks, a haven. So, you know, I figured that that's a good, uh, uh, probably a real good motto for my training regimen, after so many shipwrecks, a, a, a haven. Frankly, I'm, I'm terrible at running, but uh, <laughs> right. we, can, we can get into that. So you are generally, in all seriousness, pretty new, new to running. Uh, what's, so you, you work, where do you work? Let's start there. Yeah, so I work at a, uh, at a firm called HWC. Uh, we're a management consultant company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I work up at Walter Reed right now at a at a uh, traumatic brain injury and comorbid psychological health condition clinic called the National Intrepid Center of Excellence. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so right now we're doing an organizational transformation effort combining uh, a couple of different organizations up at Walter Reed. So I'm a management consultant by day and then uh, just, you know, an elite runner by night. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what you want from me, but I mean... well. <laughs> Well, we'll, that'll be uh, that is yet to be determined. We we will find that out on at the twelve k. Yeah, there is a lot of new runners who listen to the show who strive to be the elite. Um, And so, some of your your background, you're not at that four forty five pace yet. No, not yet. What is your background running wise? Well, you know, running wise. I don't really have much of a background, if 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 you want to be honest, uh, or if if I want to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, I've done some five Ks. My family sponsors a a five K on Cape Cod on Turkey Day. Okay. Uh, you know, in in sandwich actually, and uh, so you know, ran that a couple of times. Ran the um, what's that? The Navy five miler. Okay. Didn't realize that there were hills by the Pentagon. Right. <laughs> uh, so uh, I suffered through that one. Uh, but other than that, you know, just basically, you know, just get out there and, you know, um, my motto is just try to stay alive, right. you know, while, while running. And uh, um, so right now, you know, I'm averaging about four miles per run, which, yeah. you know, it's a good, so, it's, it's so a good how, clip for a guy like me. So how is the training going? Four miles per run, how many times? You know, I'd you? say strong to quite strong. <laughs> um, if I, no, I mean, who am I kidding? It's miserable. Yeah. Um, you know, getting out there. You know, Docs, you said that that was your motto is that to, to get out there is better than not getting out there in terms of, in terms of your training regimen. 
That's true. And yeah. so, um, so just getting out there, you know, making sure that I'm not overdoing it, frankly. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone tells me, don't amp up your mileage too quickly because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get injuries and this, that, and the other thing. Um, so, you know, I got outfitted by uh, Frank DeVar <laughs> over at the uh, Logan Circle So shop. you go to the Logan Circle Pacers. I, I'm, okay. I'm a lo- the problem with Frank is, is that he's way too good at his job. Cause is that every, a problem? Cause, well, yeah, because every time I go there, I, you know, it's like I'm eighty bucks in the bag every single time. You know, it, if he tells me I need like some antenna strap to my chest and it's going to be, you know, a good running tool, I buy it. You know, I mean, it's a problem. So, well, have, have you bought that antenna strap yet? I haven't yet. No, no. Apparently, it's on you, back. Order. You do need to get. Yeah, you do need to get one of those. And you have, and you yeah. haven't shopped with Joanna then yet either. You maybe need to try over in Clarendon. Well, you know, I've been to Clarendon. The two by some two by four nearly smacked me. In the head with all the construction uh no but uh i went over there uh with kathy dalby which uh-huh. is you know how we all know each other right via kathy and um i announced uh the uh, race for hope right and uh for remuneration i got a i got a pair of shoes so todd does some announcing for pacers uh pacers running for the event side so uh yeah he's he is i'm uh, a pacers fanatic no frankly. stranger to to the microphone for us so yeah. we appreciate that but uh so you got a pair of shoes. Any injury since since uh, you got that pair of shoes a month ago? Zero injuries. Zero. Okay. Zero. Well, I mean, knock on knock right. on wood. You know. Um, what what kind of shoes were they? You know, it's it's funny. I was running in New Balance because Frank sold me on some New Balance. Um, you know, told me I needed those. So right. You know, if Frank tells me I need something, I buy it. Um, and now I'm running an A6 Cayano, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, orange shoes. Bright orange shoes, so yeah. you can you can see me, man, right in the in the middle of the night. With and those and we do kind of call shoes by their color on this show, so that works. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. But, but, but I like I like to differentiate that Todd's orange shoes are not the same as Doc's orange shoes; they're different. Good, good call. And and as 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 you and Be- I know, because they're a different size, or. <laughs> No, Doc's <laughs> shoes are, are the New Balance. Uh, and, and which which ones are the orange ones again? The Vazi Pace. Yeah, the Vazi Pace. Wow. So yeah, so it's different than the A6 Kayano, but good. So the A6 Kayano have been working out. No great shoe, so far. great shoe. And I run in uh, Belega socks. I think that's how you pronounce yeah, it. There yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got those socks. That's good. Got well, a pair of Brooks shorts. Okay. And I wear a navy PT shirt. <laughs> now do you wear my running shirt? Do you wear this every time out? Or every you, time. You, you if you spot me out on, you know, running around the monument, say hi, will you? You yeah. know, I mean, I need all the encouragement I can get. You know, I got some fourth grader peeling right by me as you know, as I'm running towards the Lincoln. It's a problem. So four mile edit four miles at a time. That's right. Where's the the route is in DC or yeah, do you change so, it up? Yeah, that's so. You know, I, I start in Logan Circle where I live. Okay, um, and then head down. 14th, uh, 14th Street, yep. hang a Romeo on New York, mm-hmm. and then I go down, whatever that is, uh, 15th Street, I think, um, towards the monuments. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm going for the four miles, I go around the Jefferson and back, okay? If I'm just going for a 5K, I go around the monument. Okay, so those right. are your, those are your, so it's a 5K or a four-miler, okay? That's right. and how, many, how many days a week do you run? So I'd say right now about four. Okay. Four, you know, I need uh, I need someone to help me. I need a lot of help. <laughs> well, you've been. Yeah. Listening I mean, to I mean, may, I mean, I mean, maybe that's a different podcast, right. you know. But uh, 
Uh, I have been listening to the show. You know, diet um, is obviously important. Hydration, uh, sleep, you know, all these things that docs, the El Doctor over there tells me, you know, that, <laughs> that, that, that I need. Um, so, so yeah, so it, I'm just not making a tremendous amount of progress. I mean, let's be honest there. Yeah. Especially if you want to run those 445 miles with the, uh, with Oh, the I elites. mean, who, who said I'm not running 445 right now? <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. We haven't gotten into your pace yet. I haven't gotten into the pace, but, uh, do you yeah. have a, do you have a, a watch? Did they sell you a watch yet? Frank, a GPS watch? Frank sold me a watch months ago. Okay? Yeah. Right. A GPS watch. Oh yeah. GPS watch. So first I had the Garmin. Yes. And uh, Frank sold me the Garmin. And then I was having problems with it. You know, so then he sold me the Nike. Right. So I got the Nike now. So you have the Nike and the Garmin, or did you return the Garmin? Oh, no, I, I still got the Garmin. <laughs> this I guy's mean, the best customer. I love yeah. this. No, it's a, it's a pro- I told you, Frank is too good at his job. It, Joanna, you got to get him over in Clarendon. This guy's a mark. <laughs> I mean, we can sell him a TomTom watch now. So he could complete the set of all uh, the watches that Pacers carry. I was looking at those Suntos over at uh, uh, over at the Clarendon. Uh, the Suntos as well. Su- yeah. Sunto. I, yeah. I mean, I don't understand yeah. these these terms, these this terminology. So the pace right now, we're aiming for four forty five pace. Yep. And I think that's tongue in cheek, but I'm not sure. We can't really well, tell with Todd. Right what, now. What's the what's the race distance? It's a twelve k. Twelve k. A twelve k. Alcohol, and, tobacco, and firearms. Twelve k. <laughs> right. It's. The, um, it's, it's actually the USATF. Uh, Janet Reno will be the uh, yeah, firing the gun. Jay, Jay Johnson is the keynote speaker. Right. <laughs> right. Um, should be a good time. Um, so for our, our, our metrically challenged uh, listeners out there, actually runners generally aren't metrically challenged. Yeah. Um, but Farley, what's a 12K? It's seven miles and some change. And I think it's seven point five four. Yeah, I think mistaken. it's I think it's seven. Se- it's about seven point five four. Although Joanna, we know how good she is at the metric system. She could probably easily tra- uh, translate that for us. But yeah, I think it's seven point five four. Yep. So. Hey, hey, Todd, have you done twelve uh, K before? Negative, negative on that Ghost Rider. Not even in training. Not not even close in training. Oh wow! Yeah, so this is this is going to be some November November rain, I tell you. So it's a five k. You do a five k run and do a four mile run. Do you yep. have any other plans for a training regiment? Well, you know, scheduled out or anything like that. Well, I, I, I need that. That's that's why I need this this podcast. Can can someone at Pacer sell me something that that I can do, you know that that'll get me there? No. Um, you know, I wanted to. They sell, they sell those programs well, at the Clarendon store when when uh, Joanna gets that's back. Right, okay, yeah. well done. I'm <laughs> buying. Um, the uh, I want to get better at at you know I've been doing strength training, so you know I've been do- working on the core. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I also um, uh, want to do some speed work. Want to do some long runs. Okay. Um, you know, get that long run in a week. Um, but you know, I mean, I need, I need people to, t- you know, docs is, uh, you know, t- does the advanced marathon book. I need like the, uh, running for dummies. Right. And so, uh, do you got anything over at Clarendon, Joanna? Um, I don't think we have any books right now, but we have a wealth of knowledge among the employees. Yeah. I'm surprised Frank didn't sell you on that disappointed and and every uh, he sold you the antenna yet he didn't sell you the uh, well i mean i'm like yeah uh, i'm like rocky i you know i need a manager all right frank i want frank as my manager all right we'll, we will we will get a training program for todd we will chronicle his training uh we we can chronicle it on uh at 
Pace the Nation uh, on our Twitter handle, and you also have a, a Twitter handle, right? At Sandwich Todd. At Sandwich Todd. Just like the kind you eat, at Sandwich Todd. So, Todd, the U.S. 12K Road Race Championship in Alexandria comes in November. Uh, do you know what the results were from last year? Do you know how fast the guys ran? Because um, 445 no. actually is not going to get it done. So, Brian Schrader Sh- last year ran 34.11 and a 4.35 pace. Okay. 4.45 pace wouldn't even put you in the top 15. 4.45 is not going to put me in the, in the top 15. Four, so. 4.45, you're not going to have a medal. So, so very, it's a very competitive field. Okay. So I just wanted to set your expectations here. All right. Well, at, at this wow. point, we don't know if these 15 people are coming back. So, you know, <laughs> right. could be a different field. Well, I'm, de- I'm deflated. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do now. So Farley is not in charge of your motivation. <laughs> right. A 4.45 pace would, would put you uh Do I need to buy a headband place. for one of these things? <laughs> is that what I need? The antenna. It'll help. Yeah, the headband, definitely. Okay. To hold the antenna in. Uh, that would help. But, yeah, 4.45 pace would put you at at 17th place. So oh, my Lord. It, top 20. Top 20 is not bad. Okay. Uh, this is the – it's the New Star uh, 12K U.S. National Championships. Dot U.S. National Championships. That's way better than – Does anyone use the dot U.S. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, web pages? These, these guys do. For, for whatever reason, I guess dot com. Sandwich Todd dot U.S. Yeah. Check it out, ladies uh, and gentlemen. But uh, so if – if you are going to be uh, competitive with these guys, uh, we probably have some work to do, and we got to get a training program for you. Uh, w- what pace do you generally run right now? Anywhere between eight and a half and nine <laughs> minute miles. So, I, listen, I just need to cut this by four minutes per mile. You know, how, mu- how much time do we have? Yeah, <laughs> we uh, have. We, let's we, see we have until November. I mean, right. how much time do I need? So we sit here in June. Um, and we talked, you know, on, on previous podcasts about, uh, you know, what a what a what a normal build up into a, a race would be, and how much mileage to up it by by each week or each. Uh, we may need to push that envelope. Yeah, we we. Uh, Are you open to that? We yeah, might, of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we can. Um, I got a good chiropractor. We can, we we can find some sort of training program, but I just want to set your expectations that there is. A uh, all comers part of the race too. Okay, well, I mean, this is this is good information to have. Yeah. I know nothing about this race, yeah. so I, I don't know why. I, I'm I'm not sure why did you choose this one. Um, you know, I think it was Dalby. Yeah. We were at the Clarendon store, and she said, "This is the race you need to train for." Okay, and I said, "Okay, I'm in." And that's yeah. it. So, so where, where do I sign? All right. Well, I think uh, now we'll, we'll get a we'll get a we'll get a training program. Uh, written up for you but i do think there are probably some benchmark races we need to do beforehand uh a number of pacers races are upcoming yeah i was thinking the uh the june 28th was yeah, that so, the the freedom so, four so miler the freedom four miler yeah uh, i think we could uh put you in the uh crystal city twilighter uh that'll give us kind of a baseline of those four mile to, to 5k distances and uh see where you uh you know where you'd shake out there and then we can maybe set a better training program for you. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be t- tough to get top twenty. I think just to set your expectations, <sighs> which is probably disappointing. Yeah, this is bad. This is bad news. This has got bad news written all over it. Now, what does the uh, like say? What is the hundredth person 
run at. Right. I mean, where can I re- realistically get to? Yeah. That's, so I mean, well, you're a blank slate right now. Okay. Right. So Tabula Rasa. To to be fair, um, you probably need to run in a couple of base races to see where you are. Okay. And then have a couple months of of solid training. Okay. To see where you can get uh, before we set. Uh, realistic expectations for this race, and you know, hundredth place. Yeah, was seven seventeen pace last oh. year. Okay, so well, I'm gonna thinking be, top fifty. <laughs> I was going to say it was also also uh, maybe doable. Was it, it was a girl? Oh, that's right. Oh, these are, these are men and women combined. Let me just yeah. Say these it. are these are these are combined. Do you do you just want to know where the hundredth male finished, or do you want to know a hundredth no, overall? No, hundredth we, overall. Yeah. Well, because if we if we go a hundred males, if we go a hundred males, we can we can uh, get you an even more realistic time to, yeah, to seven twenty seven you know, pace for the hundredth male. What what was it? Seven twenty seven pace. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but no, I think that. Um, We'll just get a baseline of where you are on the uh, the, the first two races, and then we'll th- then we'll set up some sort of training program for you. And I think the ne- the the very next thing you need to do you need to do a two mile time trial on the track as a starting point. Okay. So what exactly is a two mile time trial? <laughs> like, I, I mean, is this like just run as fast as you can for two miles, and my knee explodes at the end of it? I mean, what what happens on one of these things? So yeah, a two mile would be a you go to the track, you run eight laps, and it's you know generally about as hard as you could do for the eight laps, and that gives you a good baseline of, of where you are and where you should uh, be training or, or what, what pace. and, and Keep, Keeping in mind training. pace for the eight laps, so it doesn't mean – so you want to run, run as hard as you can consistently right. for eight laps. You don't want to run as fast as you can for, for one lap. lap. Yeah. yeah. And then just uh, keel and then over. Peter out. So it's yeah. it's not going to be a sprint. Okay. Well, I mean that's that's still uh, si- sign me up. Where, where's the where's the 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 best tracks to be doing this kind of stuff? So ooh, I just read this in Run Washington. Yeah, Joanna, where where are the best tracks for a guy who lives in Logan Circle? Because I mean, I, I don't really want to go to Virginia. It's like this. It's <laughs> right. like the this suburbs. One, this there's one goats. Trip. There's yeah. goats roaming around. I see. You know, buffalo. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out of my element here, Donnie. Yeah, that's true. So where where where, where should we send uh, sandwich? Uh, uh, well, my favorite John. track in DC is American University, but that might be a little out of the way. So in the Logan Circle area, the two that I know everyone goes to are, is the Banneker track, um, and then um, the Cardoza track. Yeah, and both do. of them. Well, Banneker is just a public track, and then um, Cardoza is attached to the high school. So what? I just like hop the fence there. Or, I mean, how does that work? You know, <laughs> no, you I mean, I don't want to no. cause any problems here with the Washington, you know, DC school no, district. No. Well, Bandicoot is has hours that you can run, and the gates will be open. And the same thing for Cardoza as well. Okay. Bandicoot is usually open more often than Cardoza is. All right. So we want you to do a two mile time trial. We're gonna. We want you to tweet that out. Make sure everybody knows what your times are. Where your starting point is. Where your starting point is. Can I get someone to time me? Yeah, we can. We can get Frank over there. Yeah. Um, he yeah, can yeah. sell you a watch. <laughs> He's already sold me two. I don't know how many more I need. <laughs> so uh, I just we'll, need that GPS antenna, and I'm good we'll, to go. We'll get. We'll we'll get somebody to time you over there. I want some pictures of this event. This oh two mile Lord. time trial. Okay. And and then the next steps will be June twenty eighth. 
the uh, the Freedom Four. Yep. Over, you're going to have to come over to the Arlington side. Okay, I'm Ooh. sorry, uh, uh, wait, wait, but it's but it's uh, right by the uh, what's that? Four courts. Over yeah, there? four courts. Yep. Okay. Now, are you guys going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Because I have fear of missing out. I mean, I need you guys there. No, I'll be I'll be there. Okay. I, I don't think we're going to be broadcasting Which day is from it? there. It's Sunday, the June 28th. Uh, I don't think we'll I won't be, be there. We'll be broadcasting. Well, then uh, we definitely won't be right. Yeah, I will be there. Um, we will uh, see where you are there compared to your two-mile time trial. Okay. And then we're going to have you come over to the Virginia side again and do the uh, Crystal City Twilighter, uh, which is July 25th. Uh, so those will be three efforts where we can tell kind of where you are and right. get you a training program in, in the meantime in between those races you'll have a program uh that's tailored to uh your time trial or tailored from your time trial tailored to um your current level with the goal of improvement in each of those races uh, until you get down to 445 pace right. in november that's right all right so july july 25th I need like a signature shirt or something. Can 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 Pacers make me a shirt of some sort? We have a I have a shirt that you can wear a Pacers running shirt for sure. That uh, I got the one and now. See, I already have the one with the with the DC flag on it. Okay, we're gonna get you one. Frank that told me says, that one too. Said, <laughs> we're gonna get you one that's just a Pacers running shirt, uh, uh, moisture wicking uh, material, Pacers running shirt. So uh, yeah, you can have the correct. Uniform when you're, you know, in these in these races where there's going to be a lot of cameras and all that pictures, yeah. and we I need to sell like a, like advertising on the shirt, shouldn't <laughs> right. I? All right, so we have a plan for Todd. Uh, Todd, we're going to need you to check back in regularly. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd be uh, more than, and I'll tell my agent to uh, <laughs> kind of chill out on the demands. Um, there's obviously fans out there, including Mary Ellen. We're not sure who she is, no, but having a clue. Yeah, but uh, tweet me at, at Sandwich Todd. You know, I could yeah. use all the help I can get, so all the encouragement. Well, I uh, I appreciate you uh, joining us today, Todd. Uh, look forward to seeing your progression and updates on Twitter. Yeah, no, absolutely at Sandwich Todd and uh, at Run Pacers. You you know, for every run. That's right. There he is. All right, that's Sandwich Todd. We'll take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right. Well, that was a great interview with Todd. Well, I, you know, I didn't realize that um, Sandwich was actually a place in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's, it's good to get to the root of that uh, nickname. Yeah. So we look forward to following Todd as he gets ready for the uh, USATF 12K Championship. I do have him scheduled tonight to do a two-mile time trial, and he's going to be working out with uh, the Pacers group over in Logan Circle. So we will... That was quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we just mentioned to him five seconds ago, and you've already got it scheduled. It's Magic amazing. Of editing here. Uh, uh, we, oh, is this not happening exactly after the interview? <laughs> Weird. Okay. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully uh, get back to you with how uh, Todd does as he gets ready for uh, the USATF 12K Championship. And I think it, I think it will be cool to follow a, a newish runner as they get ready for uh, for a fall race, you know, hopefully we can motivate him to stick with it and uh, get him to the starting line of, of of that race this November. All right, guys, we had a mailbag submission. Appreciate Mark Naylor tweeting in. 
Tweeting. Okay. I always I always want to know what the what the method of delivery was. Yep. Not not any uh, uh, postal service mail yet. Not uh, yet. Well, we don't know. I don't. Well, I'm still <laughs> waiting for my letter that I can frame on what the if, video. What if Joanna, when you when you get back to the uh, store uh, next week? What if there's like one of those U.S. postal bags, like they bring to Santa Claus? <laughs> you know, like this this big bag just full of full of uh, fan mail, uh, wow. asking questions about uh, stretch bands and 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 goo and and. Uh, well, whatever she, whatever letter she pulls out first is going to be the one that uh, is framed. I do good, know. I do know that. Well, Don't you think it should be the one at the be, bottom of the bag, <laughs> not the top? Well, they'll be they'll be postmarked, so I just have to look for the one that was postmarked the earliest. You that's, know, I, that's a good point. I think that's a good point too. So yeah, just get back to us after you after you go through that, and let us know if you need any help going through all the Docs, letters. I'm not optimistic that there's going to be a bag full of letters there. Well, there might be. There could be. Yeah. She has been gone a week and a half. So yeah. Uh, but this week uh, we did get a submission, like I said, uh, from Twitter from Mark Naylor, uh, and he said since July one is close. Can you all talk about the Run Washington rankings? Good, bad, useful, and how the baseline pace is determined. So Run Washington is a uh, sister company to Pacers Running, and we do the Run Washington uh, runner rankings. And there is two seasons of the runner rankings. Uh, The first season is the spring season that starts January 1 and ends in June. And then the second second half of the year is July 1 through December 31st. So there are, I think, 100 races or so that are selected uh, to be ranked races throughout the year. And those races are selected by our editor, Joanna's nemesis, Charlie Ban. Uh. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we have a team of experts who help select these races uh, running historian George Banker is one of them running weatherman Alex Liggett and then finally Bob Thurston who is the USATF course certifier of a lot of races in the area so these guys select the races based on uh, the races uh, longevity if they've had you know their course certified and if Charlie deems it a you know legitimate good race that people would want to run and the baseline paces are selected by these this panel of experts as well. Uh, Alex, who is a, a weatherman for Channel 7, I believe, he, he decides how difficult the course is going to be because of the weather. George decides how difficult the course will be uh, in terms of the competition. And Bob Thurston decides how difficult the course will be uh, in terms of the actual topography of the course uh and and other factors you know turns and and things that of that nature because he is he is certifying those courses so we select paces uh that are uh the the baseline pace is uh the pace that would be a, a a reasonable pace that a a good runner would would win it win that race in every year so if a, a a typical you know Pacers racing team member uh, would win the race at a five minute pace on the guys side and a five forty pace on the women's side. Then that baseline pace, depending on all those factors, uh, would be 
five minutes for the men's side and 540 for the women's side. So now we're getting kind of really geeky and technical here. And, uh, you know, I guess that Mark asks, so I'm trying to give him his answer. But you are automatically given 1,000 points. If you run a 505 and the baseline pace is five minutes, then you're given 995 points. So every single second you're off the baseline pace, you're off. Uh, so, you know, an average, uh, a good runner would be at 800 points or so per race. Then you have those points averaged over three races in the spring, three races in the fall, and that'll give you your score for the runner rankings. And you can see all that at runwashington.com. Um, and so I'm heavily involved, and that's a really cool uh, program that we have, and it ranks every single runner who runs any of the races on that list. And there's, like I said, over 100 races. So, you know, there's about 20,000 runners who are in the runner rankings. So it's all, not only the top people in the area, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's everybody who runs any of those ranked races. So is it, is it end up being your average? So it will be the average over three races will give you your spring score. So you have to run three races to uh-huh. count for the runner rankings. But what happens if you run five of those races? Five races, your top three scores Oh, count. your top three scores. So your top three so scores. So I was thinking if it was cumulative, then, then two years ago, Joanna must have won the, the <laughs> rankings having run 18 races. She would have definitely won if it was in terms of volume of races. She would uh-huh. have been the champion hands down. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, is, it is terms of pace and age group. And there's 10-year age groups uh, starting at, uh, starting at I-, I believe, age 19 and up. Or maybe there's age 11 and up. So there's actually a winner for the spring races in every age group or a top five uh, in every age group for the spring season and a top five uh, in the fall. And those, those runners will be honored at a party uh, in the fall. Uh, for uh, the spring ones will the spring ones will mm-hmm. be honored in, in a in a fall party so uh, and we'll keep you posted on that and we'll do a live podcast from that and party. maybe we should do a live pa- podcast and well no don't if you say maybe then they might not invite us but if we act like <laughs> right. we're gonna do it then right. they'll be like well i guess we have to bring these guys and, it, it, and at that point we definitely can get charlie ban on <laughs> the uh the show um so Mark said something specifically about as July 1st approaches. What's the significance of July so, 1st? Yeah, so July 1st is the end of – well, it's actually June 30th is the end of the spring season of mm-hmm. the runner rankings. Okay. So you have to get your three races in to be to qualify uh, for the for the rankings before June 30th. And and then so then July first would be the start of the of next the fall s- session. Exactly. Have they already announced all the races on that docket? They have, and you can find those races at runwashington.com. Look under runner rankings and and click on where there is, like I said, about a hundred or so uh, races that that are on that list. Uh, so and and again, Charlie and 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 the experts really look at these races as some of the top events in the area so you're you're going to have a really good experience the final race of the spring season is going to be june 28th the freedom four miler uh over in courthouse uh so that's your your last chance to to get in a ranked race so if you have two races and you want to qualify for the uh runner rankings for the spring season you're going to have to run the freedom four miler uh, which is June 28th. So thank you for asking about that, uh, Mark. Uh, 
we appreciate you listening and appreciate you participating in the runner rankings. Any other Twitter news? So Mike Katz, who came up with the name of the show, uh, he's a he's a frequent Logan Circle fun runner there. Uh, did, he he get, did he get his shoes? He, he's, he's not due for his shoes yet. He's going to get his shoes, okay. I think, uh, next week. I, I, I talked to okay. him a couple days ago. He, he tweeted in a logo, which I thought was was really pretty cool. A Pace the Nation uh, logo that uh, has the, the Pacers running P in it. And it says Pace the Nation with Pacers running. We haven't finalized our logo for Pace the Nation yet. When you look at uh, online, you can see our our avatar is really Pacers Running Podcast still. So I am going to give that to our our design team uh, and and have them take a look and hopefully use that or or uh, something from that logo. But that's awesome that we have fans who are passionate so passionate about the show that they build logos for us. I think it's a cool logo. I think it's really cool, and hopefully we can use. Have, have you use seen that it yet, Joanna? Com- components. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to see it just yet. I've been, um, I haven't had any internet access. You've been off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you actually? I, Not responding was, to text um, messages for a while. Well, cause I was and, on, Until um, five was, o'clock this morning. <laughs> well, cause I just got back to New Jersey at five o'clock this morning. Um, yeah. but I was on an island, um, with no internet, cell phone, television, just like totally off the grid for four days. It was amazing. Wow, that does sound awesome. That sounds something like Docs would love. Yeah. Um, while you were Although gone, I, I would stay longer than four days. <laughs> while you were gone, we uh, we did talk to Charlie Band a number of times. Uh, so we look forward to Charlie being on the show. I, I feel like he's like jockeying for position on the or Joanna's position on the uh, on the program here. Um, you guys have some sort of beef going on. I look forward to kind of uh, getting to the bottom of that. And he said maybe two weeks from now he he can be on the show, so that'll be yeah. Well, cool. I can I can be on the show every week, so just remember <laughs> that. <Chris. laughs> All right, <laughs> take that. Even e- even being on remote islands where you have no internet access doesn't stop you from <laughs> right. being on the show. Exactly. Uh, or so, texting us at five a.m. So, uh, but but we'll get uh, we'll get the editor in chief of Run Washington on soon. Uh, he can squash that beef with you. Maybe he can talk more about the runner rankings and all things Washington, D.C. running. Uh, we also had a couple new f- folks to the party here, the Baltimore Women's Classic, Charm City Run Brian. So we appreciate you guys uh, tweeting in, following us. Also, an email in from Michael, who's our Saucony rep. Uh he he appreciates our um our, our podcast and Michael appreciate the note and thank you for for listening. Um I I I I I don't know if we're innovative, but uh he he says we're innovative. That's pretty so cool. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And he's going to spread uh spread the good word and we appreciate uh Michael and everybody else spreading the good word on uh Pace the Nation uh podcast. Guess what I hear? What's going on in the Clarendon uh, construction world, Joanna? Um, well, you know, it's just on an island. Um, I actually have no idea what's going on. <laughs> oh, man. What are we going to do, Docs? Um, 
I guess just end the segment. Oh, man. Or do you know anything about I it? I do know. I mean, this is uh, probably the segment people most look forward to. So I do, I ha- I do have a couple updates. All right, then I'll start the music again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, since you've been gone, Joanna, we have seen, seen some movement here. Uh, we have three panels of curved glass that cover the radius now. And that's the biggest news that I can report. Looks really cool. I uh, can't wait for them to, to get the rest of the curved glass in. So uh, we'll be able to open up that front area. And, you know, really we'll have a lot more light, natural light coming through there. And it's going to really look cool as you come off the metro and walk across uh, Clarendon Boulevard. Can't so wait to see it. That's what I got. Um, I have a technical question for Joanna. Mm-hmm. When you usually you do the sound, but uh, you know it's double duty for me when you're you're on your vacay. Do you watch the video while you're playing the song? <laughs> do I watch the video? Yeah, the minute work video. Oh yeah, do you actually? Well, sometimes I watch it. Yeah, it's a wacky video. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah, and like the guy is is playing the flute in the uh, tree with a with a stuffed koala that's yeah. hanging there. It's uh, a bunch of bunch of goofballs, those guys. I just I always get distracted when I'm when I'm playing the videos and we're supposed to be doing a podcast. I just end up watching the videos. Yeah, pull back the curtain. We pull the music <laughs> up on YouTube, and the YouTube video uh, is of the their uh, music video, probably from 1980. So uh, we we recommend here at Pace the Nation do checking that out. All right, guys. Well, thank you to Todd for coming on the show today. Joanna, thank you for calling in. Look forward to you being back in studio next week. Hi to Susanna and, or I'm sorry, hi to Suzanne and Peter. Yeah, Suzanne. Suzanne and Peter, two loyal listeners, and hopefully you guys have a good day there today. Did we establish uh, that Suzanne listens to the show? She, she does, actually. I would say that some of my dad's suggestions were actually <laughs> originally from Suzanne. Oh, oh it's your mom's. A little peek behind the curtain there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate both of them. We appreciate the rest of you listening. And for Joanna and Docs, I'm Chris Farley. We'll see you next week on Pace the Nation. <laughs>